Hey, Outcomes Rocket Nation, Saul Marquez here. Have you heard of SanCL? That's the Society of Nurse Scientists, Innovators, Entrepreneurs, and Leaders. We've teamed up with them to put together a podcast series for Nurses Month. In this 12-part series, we'll magnify and elevate nurse innovators' expertise as transformation agents who contribute to healthcare reform and improved outcomes. Through interviews with these amazing nurse leaders and innovators, we'll help you connect the dots in a world where nurses are significantly leaders recognized for transforming healthcare and society. Visit outcomesrocket.health slash sansiel to learn more. That's outcomesrocket.health slash sansiel, S-O-N-S-I-E-L to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everybody. Saul Marquez here. And today I have the privilege of hosting two outstanding nurse leaders. As part of the Sanciel Nurse Leadership Initiative, we're hosting this 12-part series of incredible nurses and healthcare. And we're publishing it all here in the month of May. So I hope you've enjoyed it thus far. And so today I'm privileged to welcome two amazing guests. First, I'd like to introduce Hiam Nadel. She is the director of the Center for Innovations and Care Delivery at Massachusetts General Hospital. In this role, she's both a mentor and incubator of ideas for frontline caregivers conceiving an idea to prototyping and beyond. She's currently an inaugural Johnson & Johnson Innovation Fellow. Prior to accepting this position, he played an essential role in reopening the MGH obstetrics department after a 40-year hiatus. Along with the reopening of the obstetrics division came the opportunity to implement a different nurse care model and a medical home for obstetrics. In addition, she's been instrumental in designing IT programs such as the ambulatory patient tracking system and co-authored the design of the OBEMR, an electronic medical record subsequently sold to Helwitt Packard. And we also have on the podcast today, Marianne Leary. She is the Director of Innovation at the University of Pennsylvania's School of Nursing. As a Director of Innovation at Penn Nursing, she works to amplify and educate nurses as leaders in health and healthcare innovation. Ms. Leary is a member of the American Nurses Association Innovation Advisory Committee and a founding member of the Society of Nurse Scientists, Innovators, Entrepreneurs, and Leaders. That's SANCL in short. She's a host of the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing podcast, Amplify Nursing, and a contributor to the American Nurses Association official journal, The American Nurse. And so I am excited to have both of you on the podcast. Just a warm welcome. Why don't we start with filling any blanks in the intro that I may have missed that you feel the listeners need to know about you? Welcome. Thank you, Saul. I will also say I'm also a founding member of SanCL. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you for that. Yes. So Hiam is also a founding member. Hiam, thank you. And sorry, I missed that point. Oh, no, no problem. And I met Marion at the first inaugural Northeastern University Nurse Hackathon, okay. where she was actually the winner. Yes, that event transformed my professional life in so many different ways, the most important of which is becoming friends and colleagues with Hiam. I love that. You know, it's amazing that if you walk into the right room or virtual room and you give it your all, it's amazing what could happen. And it sounds like for you, Marion, that hackathon really transformed what you do. Yeah, it really did in so many levels. And not just for me, we see this all the time at our Sanciel hackathons, both in person and virtual. As soon as nurses show up to that space, feel that energy and start to get engaged and involved with everybody else in the room, 
they immediately say to us, they found their people, they found their community, and they're going to take that energy back to wherever it is that they practice to be able to harness that energy and start to create innovative solutions in a way that they had not been able to do in the past. So these events are so transformative. It really speaks to the need of educating nurses and nursing students around these different innovative methodologies and then being able to implement them back into the places where they're practicing. Yeah, so well said, Marianne. And so let's kick this off by both of you telling us a little bit about what inspires your work in healthcare. Well, for me, Saul, I think, I know it sounds a little bit cliche, but I love taking care of patients at their most vulnerable state and being able to be their advocate as well as their voice when they're unable to. So for me, that really energizes me and and just passionate about seeing them to wellness for the most part. I love that, Hiam. And how about you, Marion? Yeah, I am lucky in that I get to teach both undergrad and graduate students at Penn Nursing around the foundations of innovation and design thinking. And so I am inspired continually every class by the students that I teach. I learn from them. I'm inspired by them. And it really gets me excited and shows me that what we are doing in this space is really important and it's really needed. And our nurses and nursing students are really craving it. And so every week that I teach these students, I leave the class just more inspired than I was before. That's awesome. That's a sign from both of you that what you're doing is making a difference. You're leaving inspired from the work that you do. Not to say that it's not tiring because it is, <laughs> but you're, you're doing things that are moving the ball forward on care. And so the thing that I love about having both of you on today is that we're actually touching on education on the one hand with Marianne and then the provider kind of space with him. So talk to us about your organization. How are you guys adding value to the healthcare ecosystem and what you do today? Sure. So at Penn Nursing, we really have been systematically thinking about how to integrate innovation into the curriculum and beyond for our nursing students, faculty, and staff. And so it starts out, obviously, with education. And we've started creating courses around innovation and health, foundations of design thinking. That is our one course, as well as how we integrate these types of courses and information into other classes and the curriculum throughout Penn Nursing. So though we teach one class, I say it all the time, one class does not make an innovation program or infrastructure. And so looking at from undergrad all the way through to the doctoral level, how we can infuse this knowledge, these skill sets for our students. And then on the extracurricular side, how we can also have our students engage in some of these programs that also teach you not just from a classroom perspective, but from a hands-on active learning perspective about innovation and design thinking and how it's used in health and healthcare. So whether that's through our Penn Nursing Innovation Accelerator Program or encouraging students to join events like the Nurse Hack for Health, all of these things are being integrated into the infrastructure of what we're doing at Penn Nursing to both educate our students with knowledge, but also provide them with the skills, tools, and resources to take that knowledge and move it forward again in whatever place they practice. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you know, it is critical, Marianne, and it's so great to hear you say this, that this type of curriculum be embedded 
you know, that we integrate innovation, that we integrate technology into the curriculum because it has been lacking for a long time. So I love that, that you guys are embedding it into it. Yeah, we really are trying to think about it in that way. And we really do want in all the courses that we're teaching our students to just think differently. And that's really what design thinking, innovation, human-centered design is about. It's a different mindset. You know, in health and healthcare these days, there's no denying we have a plethora of wicked problems that need to be solved. And we need to start thinking differently about how we're solving them. And we can only do that if we start to teach our students how to think more creatively in different ways, including what we're teaching around innovation and design thinking. It's not that we want to exclude any other ways of learning and solving problems. This is just one more tool in the toolkit. Totally. And so we see the translation of this in practice. Ian, talk to us a little bit about how these types of programs are helping, but also how you and your team are adding value to the ecosystem. So, you know, I would say Marion's really at the forefront of this, and I'm hoping that more and more nursing schools begin to embed this same, you know, educational programs within their school education. However, that's still not really the norm throughout the country. And so what I'm doing here at the front lines is really trying to teach them by mentoring. So what they do is they come up with an idea to solve a problem. And through my mentoring, I'm teaching them design thinking and human-centered design. So we're really trying to shift the paradigm rather than taking equipment taking protocols, taking everything from the outside in, we are really shifting that paradigm and saying, you know what, we're closest to the problem and we will have the best solutions. That does a lot of things. So first of all, I think that you come up with better solutions for the patients or the healthcare system or other providers, but it also brings a lot of joy and empowerment back to the front line. So if you feel like you've got control, you have a say, it brings back joy in your life. That's really been very difficult, especially this past year. And so I'll give an example where a nurse invented a device to help with specimen collection and the other people that we implement on the units were so happy that one of their colleagues did this. It really made sense. They also felt safer and it just eased the pain a little bit, especially last year. So these are the kind of things that go on. And, you know, when you're at the front lines, you have a gazillion ideas. And so we want to be able to harness all of that and really and really help them through that entire methodology. That's fantastic, Kim. And just that mentorship is so key because you could learn it in school, but then if you don't have the support in your work environment to nurture and grow what you learned, then it's dead. And so I just got goosebumps thinking about that, right? And it's how important it is to have leadership support like yours is vital. And so it's great to hear both sides of this and to know that, you know, eventually we're all going to be receiving care if we're not already. And to know that the thought and the philosophy and practice is all working together is exciting. Now, you also mentioned it's not true everywhere. So that's part of this campaign that we're doing, right? And what Sanciel is doing. So I'm excited to be part of this and for the listeners to also be part of this journey with you all. And so talk to us a little bit about what you feel makes you different than what's out there today? Well, for me, I don't believe there's any other center for innovations with embedded within the healthcare system that's totally focused on nurses and other frontline caregivers. 
So I think it's a unique program. And so being involved in hackathons, as Marion has mentioned, really makes that we get as many nurses as possible. We're very intentional by inviting chief nursing officers and deans of academic institutions to really have them witness and experience that energy during the weekend and see what some of these outcomes are at the end. So they can say, oh, geez, you know, this is something we really need to do in our educational form or our institutions. Yeah, for sure. And really, I mean, it's about scaling it and getting people to jump on the bandwagon because it makes a difference. In one of the earlier interviews that we did, the number was like 50%, like 50% of all care provided is from nurses. I mean, if we're not doing more to support nurses and involve nurses in product innovation in procedure innovation, then we're missing the boat, right? Correct. I think just bringing that joy back by empowering them has been, for me, has been a secondary consequence, which I didn't realize initially, but I would say to them, so what are you going to do now? Are you going to go out and open up your own company? And they're like, are you kidding me? I want to stay at the front lines if I can keep inventing like this. So that was like the most powerful thing I've heard. That's pretty cool. And is that joy, right? I mean, it's that joy. so many people experience burnout and there's so many nurses burning out right now. Like a lot of people talk about physician burnout, but what about nurse burnout? You know, yep. nurses are burning out too. Let's bring that joy back. That's right. <laughs> So to both of you, I'd like to hear from both of you on this one. So what do you believe people need to know that maybe they don't know about the role of nursing and improving health outcomes in business? So I think for me, my biggest sticking point is that nurses are everywhere. Yes, we are practicing at the bedside, but we are also in so many other places. We're in boardrooms and courtrooms. We're in the community. We're in Congress. We're in the military. We're in research labs. We're in schools. We're in all these places and so many more which really gives us a breadth, depth, and experience unparalleled. I think most people, when they think about nursing, they think about clinical bedside nurses, which makes sense. That is the vast majority of our workforce. But nurses are working in so many other places and are leading in so many other places. And I think it's really helpful for the public and others in health and healthcare professions to understand that so they can really understand what nurses bring to the table. I love it. Yeah. You know, that's so great to hear, Marion. You're right. It's so broad. The number of areas that nurses touch are just so broad. and, And we need to open up our minds to that fact to know the level of influence that nurses can have. And so, Hayam, how about you? What do you think about that? What do people not know? And and I think what Marion said, you know, I would just add that you are with the patients, you're with the families, you are with in the community. So you begin to have such an incredibly deep understanding of not just who you care for, but everything else around them, their, their lives. And so we talk a lot about this because we naturally apply what we call human-centered design, right? So, you know, as an example, I can come up with an elaborate nutritional plan for a diabetic, but if I don't realize that that diabetic has food insecurities, I haven't really done my job. But nurses have that really initially. They just don't understand that that's what they're applying all the time. So I really do think that when we get involved We can really, really just have a huge impact on disparities, qualities, and inclusion, all of that, because it's in our nature and just 
We just need to be at the table to help with that. Yeah, that's a great call out. Um, it's honing in those things that are taken for granted that nurses do, like honing into the social determinants of health, understanding what the gaps are that help that care coordinator after discharge to make sure, right, that the patient doesn't show up again in the hospital ER for some reason that could have been avoided. And then, yeah, like the impact of nursing across all the areas, like Marion mentioned, there's a lot for us to still learn. And I'm hoping that everybody listening to this is learning a lot. And I know you are. You know, so as we think about those things that we don't know, there's also the things that we do know and nurses deliver a lot of care. And so I want to get specific in this part. I'd love if you guys give us an example of when you saw your nursing team provide a great solution to a problem. And so maybe we'll start with him and Marion, maybe from your perspective, from academia, I'm sure there's some some examples you could pull. So him, go ahead. So, you know, one of the things that what we're realizing and what we do know is we've got to get this word out. So it's really important, regardless of what you come up with or invent or solve, how do we get the word out? So we're trying to figure out how do we measure a lot of this and publishing, and that's what we need to do. But it's interesting because even within my own institution, I'm working with two people a year, but now a gazillion nurses are out there saying, hey, can you help me with this? Can you give me some mentoring? Where do I go with? So it is getting the word out. And I think people are very excited about it. And that's the next phase that I would like to pursue. Getting the word out. And that's why you're here. Well, we're glad you're here sharing with all of us the importance of this. And and so how about you, Marion? Can you think of a, an example of, of a nursing team providing a great solution to a problem? Sure. I mean, we're not at any loss for examples. In the class that I teach at Penn Nursing, it's undergrad and grad students. And in that class, they go through the foundations of design thinking over you know, a 12-week period, and we focus on each of the phases of design thinking on a real health or healthcare problem. And so by the end of that class, they have to have created a solution to a problem that they have addressed with community members or whomever the problem affects. And so we are taking a real human-centered approach to the class that we're teaching. And what I'm seeing now is a number of the students in that class are taking that idea and moving it forward. So for example, we had a group of students in the class who were looking at trying to keep kids with autism from eloping. So there was a real big problem in children who have autism. They will leave the house or whatever location they're at, even when there are multiple adults around keeping an eye on them. And so they leave the house and then they could get hit by a car or have other injuries, get lost, et cetera. You could see why this would be a parent's nightmare. Oh, yeah. And so they created the stay safe bracelet, which goes on the child and is able to alert the parents if the child crosses a threshold and then also has a tracker on the bracelet to keep track of them if they are able to leave the house without the parent being alarmed. And so from that class, they enrolled and applied for our Penn Nursing Innovation Accelerator Program. They came in second place, and now we're helping them with funding, mentorship, and education to take that low-fidelity prototype they created in the class and turn it into a business venture. And so that's just one example of what we're seeing come out of that class. We have multiple students who've gone through this class who are now um, applying for other programs, winning lots of prizes, and really being energized by this new way of thinking and new way of creating solutions to the problems they're seeing. I love that. 
And, you know, the other day, my son gets up, he doesn't have autism, but he figured out how to open up the gate at the stairs. And I was getting my COVID shot. This was on Saturday. And so I got home and my son's in the yard. So I figured my wife was, you know, awake, but she was sleeping and she freaked out when she figured out that he found out how to open up that gate. So yeah, it's an issue. It's an issue. There are a lot of ways they could use this solution, not just for kids with autism. That's their first and main focus, but also with folks for Alzheimer's and uh, many other applications for this. So we're really seeing that as our students start to design these solutions, there are many other ways they can start using them as well. Outstanding. Yeah, it starts with a very specific application. I was going to say it's amazing what Marion does just with students. And, you know, and then they come into their practice and they're really embedded. And so some of the examples I was just thinking about was, you know, we have babies in the neonatal intensive care unit, but we know several years later, they do have a language developmental delay. So what can we do while they're in the NICU? to prevent that language development delay. So we're almost ready with the prototype for that device. And then we have others that they're for ALS patients, as an example, lots of times they get readmitted because eventually they can't feed themselves. And this team developed an adaptive feeding kit. So as the patient declines in their movement and they're you know, able to grasp and things like that, they've developed a feeding kit that can actually keep them independently feeding and staying at home longer rather than have to prematurely put them in nursing homes or readmit. It's amazing. It's amazing what they can come up with. It is. And when you're at the front line and you're seeing these things that's where you get creative, right? Like right. you get into the supply closet and you hack that, you figure it out, you turn it into something real. <laughs> and this is exactly why we need to be educating our nursing students early. We are seeing how much they can create and how many solutions they can come up with in such a short amount of time with a short amount of education and experience. Imagine what the nursing force could do If we were embedding this type of curriculum at the very beginning and all the way through, the solutions that they come up with would just be endless. And so I think it really highlights why we need to start having the nursing curriculum focus in these areas as well. Yeah. No, totally great. And there is a huge opportunity for innovation that starts with the nurse but also for companies innovating to include nurses as part of the innovation design. Just an incredible amount that could be gained, whether it be software, medical device, pharma. I mean, you name it, there's opportunities. So are you including nurses today? And if the answer is yes, good for you. But if the answer is no, there's an opportunity here. Take action because you're missing out if you're not. Okay, so moving on to setbacks. Both of you, me, everybody listening, we all have setbacks, but I'd love to know maybe a key one that you've experienced and a key learning that came out of it. (laughs) I can't think of any setbacks. My motto is there's nothing really that's a setback, especially at the human-centered design mindset. Like You learn from everything, fail fast, take what you've learned from that quote-unquote failure and adapt it, iterate, and move forward. So, you know, setbacks aren't really setbacks. They're just a way to learn and do something a little bit differently than what you potentially were considering. Go ahead, Hugh. I see setbacks as an opportunity and for learning. But one of the setbacks, I think for me in particular, because, you know, we're trying to push a lot of these innovations is really funding, right? Mm -hmm. I can get them 
to a certain point to a prototype, we test, we de-risk for companies, we in collaborators, and then what's next? So how do we get, I don't know, maybe venture capital. So that's the sort of the setback that I'm trying to work through to get people or get these prototypes to the next level. And so to your point, Saul, you mentioned the industries and stuff. And interestingly enough, we're having a lot of interest around that. And so we're beginning to bring together industry players who are interested in before they commercialize their product, they come in and they get expert feedback from us, or we collaborate on or co-develop solution that we both feel are problems. So there's some exciting things happening as we get this word out. And, and that will be my setback solved is to be able to collaborate with industry so they license the product and get it out there and things for the nurses. I love it. Yeah. And it's it's a great opportunity for anybody with funding resources for these types of projects that you know that there's a lot of talent at Sanciel. So when you check out the show notes of today's podcast, you can get in touch with Marion, you could get in touch with him or any of the other nurse leaders. And if you have some money that you're looking to invest, check out Sanciel because there's some good opportunities to invest on some ideas that honestly might be sleepy ideas. You just need to turn them around and, and get them to action. So what are you guys most excited about today? Other than this, right? Like I'm, I'm excited about what we're doing here, putting nurses at the forefront. What are both of you excited about? I just want to echo the funding thing. I think if more people knew what nurses were coming up with, solutions that they're creating, they would be throwing money at nursing schools, nursing programs, health systems, specifically for nursing innovation. And so I would just say, I'm really excited about amplifying nurses as leaders in this area and to be able to showcase what we are doing, because we are solving problems that most people don't know exist and that no one else is solving problems for because of all the reasons that he um, explained and what we've been talking about today. The skills, the knowledge, the experience that nurses have really do allow for this type of boom in nursing innovation and entrepreneurship that, again, if more people knew about, maybe there wouldn't be that funding problem. Great call out. Great call out, Marianne. Liam, what are you most excited about? Well, I'm very excited about the fact that we have been able to innovate. So we're sort of agnostic, high tech, low tech, no tech. And so we're able to capture all of that. And also the level of meeting human dignity is just beautiful. And that's what I'm most excited. So again, for the examples of an ALS patient being able to stay independent, feeding themselves, it's just we do a lot around human dignity. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's exciting to help people in the way that we can in healthcare and human dignity is at the center of it. I mean, nobody ever wants to feel undignified in one of our most vulnerable moments when we're in the care of really the hospital and, and the caregivers. So I think it's fantastic, Kim. Great point. We are at time. It's crazy. The time just flies. So what I want to do before we conclude is share a closing thought with the listeners and then the best place that they can reach out to you if they want to continue the conversation with you. Obviously, there's Sanciel, right? Sanciel.org. But maybe any resources or recommendations you'd made, like Marion, maybe your podcast. This is a good chance for you to plug that here, etc. So why don't you guys go ahead and give us a closing thought and best way to get in touch with you. My closing thought is come talk to us. We would love to showcase a lot of our innovations and what we're working on and partner with you. 
that's my closing thought. And I can be reached at Sancial or LinkedIn or at Mass General Hospital. Awesome. Thank you, Hiam. Marion? Yeah, and I'll just say, we didn't really mention it, but nothing is done in a vacuum, right? Innovation like healthcare is a team sport. And so you need engineers, designers, physicians, nurses, you need all of these people together at the table, but you need nurses there too. We shouldn't be an afterthought and nurses should be leading in those spaces. And so please, like Saul said, if you are a startup, a tech company, whatever, and you're focusing on health and healthcare, you need to have a nurse on your team. And there are plenty of nurses now and always who are able to add value to what you're doing. If you would like to learn more about what we're doing at Penn Nursing, obviously you can go to our website, pennnursing.edu slash innovation. You can check out the Amplify Nursing podcast. We highlight nurses who are leading the way in science, innovation, policy, research, and practice. And you can connect with me via the website on Twitter at Marion Leary, and I'm very easy to find in other places. Awesome, Marion. Thank you. I really appreciate you and him really appreciate you as well. Thank you for joining us today. And folks, hope you walked away with some more pearls on on the benefits and importance of nursing at the center of health and healthcare. Thank you both for spending time with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Sanciel Nurse Leadership Series. For the show notes and to learn more about how you could have nurses join your mission, visit us at outcomesrocket.health slash Sanciel. That's outcomesrocket.health slash Sanciel. 